What's up, everybody? My name is Carly. And my name is Ray. And you're listening to Coffee, Coffee and, and Cream. Cream. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the sixth episode of Coffee and Cream. We have a very fun episode lined up for you all today, and I'm sure you can assume from the title what that may be. Also, to have a third perspective on this topic, we have our bestest bud and co-worker, Rachel. Rachel, tell the people about yourself. Hi, all. My name is Rachel. I am from the Caribbean. I grew up on two beautiful islands, and I am 21 years old. My major is criminal justice, and I am graduating this May. Heck yeah. Thank you for having me. Rachel's here. No, no. Thank you for being here. Mm-hmm. Hello again, friends. Thanks for tuning in to Coffee and Cream. We are so glad to have Rachel here today, if we didn't express our excitement already. Thanks for being here. You're welcome. <laughs> but I won't take up too much time <laughs> on that now. Uh, before we get into today's episode, let's talk about what's been brewing in our lives. Carly, go first. Perfect. So I got a fish, as we talked about in last week's episode. I named him Bert, courtesy of Rachel. Uh, I tie-dyed a t-shirt for my chemistry class. That was like our lab. We just tie-dyed a shirt. It was this very is cool. higher education. And we love it. I'm loving every second of it. <laughs> Uh, and my concert is this week, so the day after this is posted, I will be going home oh. to go to a concert. You're leaving. You always leave. Oh, don't cry now. Anyways, what's going on in your world, Ray? Okay, so nothing too interesting this week, but I... <laughs> Last week, <laughs> on the day that I came home from... Yeah. I burnt my finger on a candle. I, like, picked it up on the hot side, and I just held it. Not, like, for fun. It's just that... <laughs> You know when you pick up something hot and you're just like in shock for a moment? I was in shock for a few moments. <laughs> but that to say, a blister, like a burn blister, has been burning or growing on my finger for this past week. And it's really interesting to look at. I don't... I even did some research on like why blisters form, but we won't go too much into that. He shows it to us and all of our other co-workers every single day. Every day. Blister update. Anyways. Um... I went on an adventure yesterday. I did, I, one of my classes got canceled, so I just went with one of my friends. We ate sushi, and we also went to this pet shop, and there was a cat, and his name was Willie, and if Willie is listening to this right now, I want you to know... <laughs> Willie's not? I want you to know that I miss you and love you very much. I also was like, I just called my parents, because I wanted to like kind of gauge how they would feel if I were to get a cat on my own up here, and, and I called them, I was like, yeah, I'm getting a cat. My mom was like, what? And my dad said, well, you better get a stuffed animal. Right? <laughs> free willy, y'all. Free willy. Heavy on free willy, but not the movie The Cat. <laughs> um, this week's Starbucks drink suggestion is a strawberry acai refresher, four pumps of raspberry, uh, liquid cane sugar, with light or no ice. It's really good. And no fruit. Unless you want the fruit. But, you know. I had it. And Rachel had it this past week. It's really good. Rachel, do you do you want to give us a brew? Sorry. Yes. So, um, piggyback on what Rachel said, the strawberry I say is the best. I love it. It's it's very sweet though, but mm-hmm. it is the best. She's obsessed. I think if you got it without the liquid cane sugar, it would be. No, <laughs> I need it. <laughs> Let me tell I you. need it. <laughs> um, but yes, the only thing that has has been happening, to be honest, is that I have officially accomplished two months of hitting the gym. Religiously, and I am so so proud of myself. She's yeah, girly. So good of her. So good of her. I think that wraps up the bruise. Are we all good? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I have anything. 
Perfect. Okay, so we're going to get started with today's actual episode. If you did not pick up from the title, we are talking about diversity. Uh, We're going to talk about the fact that diversity is a lot more than what somebody looks like. It's about different lifestyles, interests, cultural backgrounds, and more. The three of us have very different backgrounds, and though we can't speak for everybody, we can speak for ourselves and our own experiences, so that is what we're going to do. Rachel, please. So, as I stated before, I am from the Caribbean, so I grew up amongst a huge, diverse population. I went to school with people from different backgrounds, cultures, and I spoke different languages. However, when I came to the U.S., um, that was not the case. For context, I did um, do my associates in upstate New York. I was surrounded by cows, mm-hmm. <laughs> literally. <laughs> it was a very, it's a very small town. So it was not a diverse town at all. And that Literally was this in, town? <laughs> well, to be honest, this town is more diverse than I've ever been. The New York? I mean, that upstate New York. It was a small, like, very small town. Huh. But so that was a culture shock for me. However, I did, um, I was amongst people that had, like, different backgrounds and different lifestyles. And that was a bit different compared to back home. I, I just experienced a lot when I was in upstate New York. Yeah, so I'm black. If people didn't know, I'm like a black person. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that was a that was a weird way of putting it. But I'm a black man, and like growing up, I was surrounded by a community of people who all looked like me, also full of other black people. So a good portion of my life, I was I thought that diversity was just people who looked kind of like you, other black people, and you could like the mark of a true diverse space if if you went there and you saw other black people. But that is not the case. And I think that when I, when I came here, I learned that diversity is so much more than just what we see on the outside. And I think that that was a good experience for me. Oh, that, that's all I have. Okay, perfect. So I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it before on here, but I am a lesbian. <laughs> and my personal experience with that, like just to keep it short... When I came out, I was a senior in high school, and I did lose a lot of friend, friends, sorry, and I got bullied, j- just a touch, you know, or whatever, <laughs> and somehow my sexuality would make other people, mostly female classmates, mildly uncomfortable. Like, they always thought I was trying to get in bed with them, or that I was always flirting with them, just because I'm a lesbian. Be so for real. Yes, and that was literally never the case, because the way none of them were cute, mm-mm. Right. Oh but that's, that, that's beyond me. And then becoming the ever-so-famous, in air quotes, gay best friend. And I just, I think that should be a hate crime. Has anyone ever, like, addressed you as that? Yes. Ooh. Especially people that were not my best friend, but when I came out, they'd, they'd be like, oh my gosh, you can be my gay best friend. Mm-mm. I didn't want to be your best friend when I was pretend straight. Like, <laughs> please. Ew. That should be a hate crime. No, it should be. And y'all know for some people, college or leaving their hometown for the first time may be the first time that they're actually exposed to, like, people who look different than them, which, as we mentioned, is not the only diverse thing about people. People who look different and people who think different than them. And this can create a bit of a culture shock for some individuals. Did either of you experience that when leaving your hometowns for yeah. or home countries for Rachel? And coming to the States or coming to college. Yeah, but it was like, I don't know. I think it was different than what people initially think of when they think culture shock. Because my hometown in high school was pretty diverse. So I didn't have 
too much culture shock when I got here. Mm-hmm. But a little bit of my culture shock was how small this town and campus is. Like, we are very secluded in the middle of nowhere, I would argue. My hometown is next to a big city, so being somewhere this small was very new to me. And sometimes it still is. It's like every time we go to Walmart, we see these same people. It's creepy. It's so comforting, actually. <laughs> uh, it kind of freaks me out. You're gonna be, you know you're going to go to Walmart and see the exact same people. Yeah. No surprises. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I guess. But the second piece of culture shock for me was the amount of like LGBTQ plus community members were here. My high school was not into that, so a lot of the people that were gay or, you know, identified as a different gender or whatever were just bullied, like, relentlessly. Mm. But seeing people like me was really nice because I just didn't have that at home. Yeah. And it's not like, I don't know, I didn't make friends with all of the gay people I saw. It was just like, (laughs) oh, yes, yes. It's like, oh, there is someone that probably has experienced similar things to me. Did that make you feel better? Like... Under, like, feeling that sense of community? Yes, because in high school, like, I I didn't have that. None of my friends were gay. When I came out, a lot of people that I had been really close to just stopped being friends with me, even though I was was gay before I came out. And, like, you could probably tell. But being here and seeing (laughs) that was nice. That's good. Yes, I would say. Well, for me, um, my first culture shock was not, to be honest, about the diversity or whatever. It was really, I remember this till this day. I walked into the, the dorm room, and on the back of the dorm had um, a paper that said what to do when there's an active shooter. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> totally different topic, but that was the that was a huge culture shock. No, that would have scared me. <laughs> <laughs> and I went into Walmart, and then seeing all the guns there. But anyways, when it comes to diversity, because um, as I stated, the town that I was in was not that diverse. But um, So that was a bit different for me. However, I... I um, worked with tourists that, like, before coming to the U.S., that was my job. I worked with a lot of tourists, so I was used to seeing, like, a lot of Americans around me. Mm-hmm. But um, one thing that shocked me, though, when I came here was how hard it was to form friendships with African Americans. Because you would think, since I'm black, they're black, we would be besties. <laughs> Fun fact, there's a bias named for that. Yes. <laughs> I know, it sounds really bad. However, um, that was hard for me. So forming, um, friend, be, like becoming friends with other people that looked like me was surprisingly very hard for me. And also, um, dealing with different religions and um, different people around me, to be honest. That was a bit hard also, but also how much people talk about race in the in the U.S. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, we talk about it back home, don't get me wrong, we do. However, it's a huge topic here for some reason. Heavy, and There's, I don't like that topic. People, I don't know, I think the country is very polarized in just different ways. Political parties, race, and like, race yeah. is the biggest one, and political parties is like another big one. But yeah. we're just very polarized people, I think. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, wait, I have a question. So, you talk about trying to make friends with African Americans and, like, how much culture shock guns and stories, etc. But did you ever experience any discrimination because you were, like, from a different country? Just, like, based solely on that? Yes. Yeah, so, one thing that I experienced was that people just assumed that I was low-key stupid. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, girly, that's not the case. But it's because of my accent. And English is my first language. English was my first language. I do speak um, three other languages, but English was always the first. But because of my accent, people just downplayed it. And they were like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know English was your first like, language. I'm like, yes, it was. I just have an accent. It's not that deep. Yeah. I've noticed, like, especially with, like, adults and, like, international students here, they, like, infantilize them. They, like, talk in a baby voice, like, here is so you can understand me. Definitely. And that's not the case. I mean, like, if you are here in <laughs> in the United States Weird. at an institution, you don't need to be treated like a child. Heavy. That's just... Definitely. That upsets me, and I'm not even from a different country. I was just wondering how it felt for you. Oh, thank you for asking. No, it really is like that, though, because I'm like, we speak multiple languages back home right. compared to the U.S., not to brag, but um, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> better a, than you. A slight flex or whatever. Yeah, I'm like, but we're very smart people, you know. Yeah. Okay, so for me, I like I mentioned earlier, I grew up a lot of around a lot of people who looked like me, and I was just other black people. So when I got here, the like disproportionate amount of white people to black people did not shock me. I've seen it in schools. Growing up, middle school, high school especially, where I was one of like two to three other black people in a classroom. So that wasn't shocking to me. But I think like the biggest form of culture shock I experienced here was when my freshman year, when I, well, experienced like blatant racism for the first time. Like, okay, so I have to explain this blatant racism. There's different types of racism. There's like a tier. There's like, okay. I have a black friend racism. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that a lot. I, d- I dated a bl- there's like I dated black girl racism. That's <laughs> that's their racism. And then there's the I voted for Obama and I would Ooh. vote for him a third time if I could type racism. <laughs> I've heard that one too. And then there's just blatant racism. Yeah. And that's just like you don't even try to mask it, you don't even try to hide it. You're just a blatant racist. And I experienced that for the first time here and that was just like, whoa. I wasn't ignorant to the fact that it would probably happen to me eventually. It was just, it kind of took me back. So kind of like the tears of racism, there's also tears of homophobia, which is also the blatant one. The I have gay friends, (laughs) and the people that are scared to come out of the closet or feel like they can't, and they just overcompensate by being homophobic. Does that make sense? Yes. I've actually seen that before. Yes. So... Some people, like when I came out, I lost a lot of friends, mm-hmm. right? Some of the people that stopped talking to me have come out. Ooh. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> what the heck, man? And then uh, I have gay friends. I'll be like, yes, I'm gay. And when somebody comes out to you, that's not how you react. I have a gay friend. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I mean, like, if I told you I was gay, uh-huh. right? And you said, oh, yeah, I know gay people. Like, my dad, my brother's gay. My brother's gay. Who would say that? So many. (laughs) You would be surprised. You're right, I would be surprised. Like, oh my, and then, you know how some people will be like, oh, my friend is gay, do you know them? Girl, what? No. (laughs) Y'all have a big group chat. (laughs) Every single gay person. (laughs) Yes. And then for the blatant, like, tier, I guess, just calling people homophobic slurs or nicknames. That has happened to me countless times. And the F slur, though it is bad, I don't care. 
because people called me that so much in high school. Like, at this point, it just makes me laugh. Like, please come up with something better if you're going to insult my character. Or the people that say my sexuality or identity is wrong or gross. I don't care what you think. I, I didn't ask what you think. Have you not asking? Or straight guys will be like, I can change that. Or thinking that once, okay, they'll be flirting with me or whatever, and I'm like, oh, I'm a lesbian. And they're like, oh, that is so hot. Excuse me, you're sick. You're disgusting. Wait, are you telling me somebody said this to you before? Yes. I would yes. hit somebody so hard. Like, people, you know how random people add you on Snapchat and they yeah. start, like, flirting with you? Mm-hmm. It's like that. And, okay, this might make me a bad person, but I'll, like, you know, flirt back for no, a minute. I just, I, I, <laughs> I support you. Perfect. And then I'll be like, you know I'm gay, right? Like, was that not obvious? And they'll be like... Well, I can change that. Just I let can, me sleep with you. I can change her. <laughs> yes, or the, that is so hot. Do you have a girlfriend? Like, ah, uh, Some uh, people uh, have no class or semblance of home training, actually. No, it is so annoying, but... That's super weird. Just things you have to deal with or whatever. <laughs> okay, so we've talked a little bit about our personal experiences, and you're probably wondering at this point, how does any of this have to be in college or the real adult world? The point is, our world is ever-changing, and being able to accept people for who they are, no matter their race, ethnicity, gender, sexuality, background, etc., heavy on the etc., because not just limited to that, is an absolute must. At the end of the day, respecting someone for who they are is so easy. And actually shouldn't. It's like bottom of the barrel easy. No, literally. If there were tears to to how you should treat somebody... (laughs) I'm joking. (laughs) More tears, y'all. More tears. I'm joking. But, like, (laughs) being respectful to people is really easy, and as you've heard today, not everyone is capable of showing something as simple as respect. Literally. (laughs) So how do you become more comfortable with diversity? I'm going to stick to sexuality and gender expression, because that's, you know, I'm a professional lesbian at this point, I would say. Did you get, like, a certificate? Oh my gosh. How many classes have you taken? Like 30, dude. Yeah, you, you have, have to do- take. You have a doctorate. Yeah, dude, you have to take 30 classes as soon as you come out. It's crazy. I started in high school, dude. Wow. It's crazy. Anyways, also, none of that is true. I know some people are like, <laughs> they won't pick up on that. Um, so, since that's, you know, what I know about, that's what I'm going to stick to. The first thing that is just a burning topic right now is pronouns. It is. Sort of weird trying to adjust to a person that wants to use pronouns that are not she, her, he, him. But it comes down to respect. Realistically, it is the smallest change that person can make to feel more comfortable in their own skin. And respecting that does not hurt you. If somebody wants to be referred to as they, them, do it. How hard is that for you? Literally. It's not. Also, for people using, like... Say a biological male is using he him pronouns. How upset do you think that he would be if somebody called him by the wrong pronouns? Just think of it like that. Literally, he would be so pressed. E- exactly. But you call someone that but, identifies as they them, and and you call him he, like don't do that. Literally, they don't understand double standards. It's, it pisses me off. <laughs> Literally, uh, for sexuality, I don't care what anyone thinks about my sexuality. It took me. Years, because I, I knew I was gay in the third grade. All right, it <laughs> took me years. <laughs> I thought that I was gay. <laughs> Sorry for the the very different tone we are using now. 
Um, that was funny. We had to pause because we all three started <laughs> laughing so hard. But yes, in the third grade, I knew that I was gay. Who sang that song? I don't even know, <laughs> don't but I know no. it's a song. <laughs> Me neither. Wait, shout I'm out to that person. Heavy on shout out to that person. <laughs> I have a question. Sure. <laughs> but going back to pronouns, have y'all been on TikTok where they're like... Sir, what are your pronouns? They're like in the backwoods and they're interviewing people. <laughs> the backwoods? Yes. They're like, sir, what are your pronouns? He I said, don't use those. He said, I'm a he. I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> and the Republican like uh, senators or like politicians are like, my pronouns are proud American. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand. I just love it. Okay, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. Wait, but have you seen the one where it's they're still in the backwoods and the guy's like, "I don't use those." <laughs> what do you mean? No, I've had somebody say that to me. No, so. same. And I'm like, you. Yes, you do. Anyways, um, so I don't care what you think about my sexuality. I'm finally comfortable with it. I don't need you to be okay with it. And some people think that they can walk up to me and be like, mm, "That's really weird. You shouldn't be gay. That's not right." And that's going to change me immediately and be like yes i love men i i love men i so have seen much. the light I have been yes <laughs> yes like I, I don't care please don't tell me you don't uh respect my sexual i don't i don't give a damn respectfully mm-hmm. actually disrespectfully anyways a lot of universities and even workplaces now offer free and emphasis on the free trainings to become a safe person for members of the LGBTQ plus community to like, you know, you can go and talk to them and you know that they're going to be a safe person. I took the training. It's like a four hour course here at least. I'm gay. I took the training. I did learn a lot from it. And now, especially in the job that we have, it's important that the people that we are serving know, like I am a safe person. You can come talk to me. Just because somebody is gay doesn't mean they're safe. Some gay people are homophobic, but we're Mm. not going to get into that. Um, making, (laughs) sorry, that's not funny. (laughs) Making somebody feel loved and respected is just as simple as accepting them for who they are. Don't be a hater. No one likes a hater. That was a bar. Thank you. I mean, Carly's so right. For me, it comes down to, I mean, not too much, okay? (laughs) Carly was right. This once. (laughs) This once, But it really comes down to respect, you know? Um, what are we without respect? Nothing. Nothing. We are literally nothing without respect. Um, at the end of the day, everyone has their own cross to carry. You know that, and it's a heavy cross. Let me tell you, it is heavy. Heavy. Y'all God have... gives his hardest battles to his strongest, strongest. warriors. Circling back to two episodes ago, <laughs> <laughs> and I am one of them. <laughs> no, but it really is true, though. You know, we all are dealing with things. We all have different experiences, different lifestyles different backgrounds and for us to knock someone down just because we do not agree with how they live is absurd is that word yeah Yeah, it's crazy because um what's 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 the fun in that what what is the fun and bringing someone else down heavy I i really don't get it and life is hard enough i think if life is really hard enough i feel like we should be spreading love we should be embracing people for who they are at the end of the day. There's a lot of stuff that I don't agree with, to be honest. But, it, I, I, like I just said, it comes down to respect. That's why I love having conversations with people who have who walk different lifestyles than I walk. Mm-hmm. Who experience different things that I have never probably experienced in my life. Because you learn. I, you learn a lot from having different conversations 
with people that are in different um, aspects, that experience different stuff. And as a Christian also, God does not like ugly. That is not why, <laughs> that I is don't. not what we should be preaching, you know? And like I said, I'm going to repeat it. God does not like ugly. And so do don't. better, be better, please. <laughs> Heavy. <laughs> Yeah, overall for me, I think that it is so, so, so important to mind your own business. Um, <laughs> Happy and I, that. And I think we all have our own opinions. We all have our own beliefs and values. And I mean, I'm going to respect your beliefs and values and you should respect other people's beliefs and values. But when your beliefs and values directly contradict what someone identifies as, what someone, I, I don't know, identifies as, you should probably keep that to yourself. One, because it's not bothering you, and it's literally how someone else lives their, lives their life, and that, it's none of your business. Agreed, because me being a lesbian doesn't affect you. If I marry a, a woman in, like, five years, is it going to affect you at all? Not one bit, actually. Will it affect you, Rachel? Maybe. Uh, oh, wait, yeah, me and Rachel are dating, so that is on me. Sorry, Rachel. She's joking for those who don't know how to read a joke. If we broke up. And I married someone in five years. Would that affect you no, at all? Exactly. No, I would not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hopefully it's, it's Rachel that I'm marrying. Of course, I am a dedicated woman. Yeah, but in the end, if it does not affect you or your well-being as, like, a uh, human, how much of an opinion can you really have? Yeah. I'm, but... No, it's, I'm so sorry. No, go ahead. Sorry. But don't be a hypocrite. <laughs> Heavy on don't be a hypocrite. <laughs> like, why are you judging someone for something? Literally. And then you're in the back... You're like probably doing way worse. Right. Look in your own backyard first. Actually, please don't don't be a hypocrite. You don't like that because I can pull up receipts. Ooh, ooh, (laughs) I I have them. Have it. I have them. Get your ducks in a row because mine are fine. Don't talk about my ducks. (laughs) My ducks look great. (laughs) Yeah. But kind of like Rachel started on, you have to be willing to learn about things that are different than what you are used to. The world is changing, and we gotta change with it. If you just remain in that space where you're comfortable, one, you're ignorant, and two, you just become stagnant as an individual. Mm-hmm. You're stuck, actually. Yeah, you really do. And you have to be willing to immerse yourself in people, cultures, beliefs, values that are different than yours. If not for the sake of a healthy argument, but also just for the sake of learning more, like I said. Literally, but yeah. Overall, don't be dumb and mind your business. Agreed, agreed. Also, my dad recently told me that he counts how many times we say heavy in an episode. <laughs> so, Dad, I know you're listening because you actually do not have a choice. You have to listen. <laughs> can you just, can you text me when, when you're done listening and tell me how many times we say heavy? Oh, my Thank God. you. We'll let y'all know on next week's episode. Yes, oh, we will. Oh, by the way, I forgot to say, there's a song. Oh. There's a, <laughs> there's a soca song called Drink Water and Mind My Business. Everyone should be doing that. Right. You'll have clear skin and you'll be without worry. <laughs> literally, literally. Uh, Okay, so I think we're actually going to start wrapping up. So this week's episode, well, the topic of it, is very important to all three of us, which is why we decided to share with you guys. You're welcome. Diversity is everywhere you go. Keep an open mind. You don't know what people are going through, ever, actually. Uh, Coffee and cream is our safe space, and we really do hope that it becomes yours as well. As always, thank you to our friends and families for always supporting us through everything. We love you. We do so much. A very special thank you to Rachel for not only supporting us, but being our very first special guest, and special she is. Um, 
Yeah, that's all I have. Did Do y'all you... have anything to add? Wait, did you she just insult just... me? <laughs> yeah. She just insulted did your you character. Just be special? This is what I was talking about, y'all. <laughs> they just be assuming. Rachel, this no, is the Rachel. outro. Circle back. That's not Rachel. You're special to me. You're special. my one and only love, girl. Oh. Okay. Sorry, we'll get a room. <laughs> well, um, thank you so much for having me. The only thing I have to say is to tell people to like live life. You know, um, get experience, explore, leave the U.S. I mean, leave I the state. To. <laughs> go to go to South Carolina, maybe not. South That's Carolina? Carolina? Yeah, don't go to South Carolina. I'm not sure who is <laughs> what is in South Carolina, but let's <laughs> <laughs> go somewhere. I mean, the world is very beautiful. It can be a very beautiful place, and I would hate for you to regret not taking chances in life. No regrets. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, so y'all pretty much hit on all the major points. I'll keep it brief. The world is full of amazing people and amazing things, but also on the flip side, it is full of problems. Enough problems, as it is. And don't be one of those problems by being a bad person. Period. That's what I will leave y'all with. Yes. Okay, I think we are all done for real this time. We will see you guys next week. Remember to be safe, be smart, and embrace diversity. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Rachel, say goodbye. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Bye.